You're listening to the Dominate Fantasy Football Show. Here is your host, Nate Hamilton. Welcome into the Dominate Fantasy Football Show. I'm your host, Nate Hamilton. You can follow me on Twitter at DominateFF. And now you can even follow this podcast on Twitter at DominateFFShow. What a start to the official beginning of the 2020 NFL season. In this episode, I'm going to discuss all the moves made at the quarterback position and dive into what each means from a fantasy football perspective. But before we get into that, please hit that pause button and subscribe to the show so you never miss another episode. And if you enjoy the show, the best way to show your support is to go ahead and leave a rating and review for the podcast. Now that we've gotten all the formalities out of the way, let's go ahead and dive into today's topic, quarterbacks. There's already been a ton of wheeling and dealing at the quarterback position. First, let me run through all of the quarterbacks that have remained with their current teams. Dak Prescott will remain with the Dallas Cowboys after they utilize the exclusive franchise tag. This is great news for all of the fantasy options in that offense, especially now that we know Amari Cooper will be part of that offense for the foreseeable future. After taking a little time off to think, Drew Brees has decided he wants to give it another go with the Saints. They've signed him for another two years, $50 million, and they've also placed a first-round tender on quarterback Taysom Hill, which is very, very frustrating as a Taysom Hill owner in Dynasty uh, just because you, you're just waiting for uh, when it's going to be his time. And who knows, he may just end up being this, you know, Swiss Army knife, as he's been called. So that to me is a little bit frustrating, again, as as a Taysom Hill owner. But as far as, as, as all these moves go for the Saints, it's all systems go. Nothing really changes for the fantasy assets. And lastly, Ryan Tannehill has re-signed with the Titans, a four-year, $118 million deal, 91 of which is guaranteed. This contract, to me, all but confirms that the Titans were never in on the Tom Brady sweepstakes. And and that surprises me just because they, to me, were the leading team. Uh, but clearly that was that was all fake news. That was, there was nothing behind that. Um, they love who they have in Ryan Tannehill, and they're paying up to keep him around for at least the next three seasons. Now this is great news for his favorite target, A.J. Brown, and Jonu Smith, who have established chemistry with Tannehill. Now let's jump into the fun part, all of the quarterbacks with a change of scenery. The most talked about free agent, Tom Brady, is officially a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, per his announcement on social media, looking through his contract. Now we know it's a two-year, $50 million fully guaranteed contract. A lot of people are speculating that this might hurt Mike Evans' fantasy value. To me, I mean, Tom Brady has thrown to his slot receiver and tight end for as long as we can remember, but that's just because that's all he's had in Edelman and Gronk. Those were his best weapons until now. Brady has been thirsty for an elite field-stretching option, and now that he has one, I I don't expect we see a, a dramatic fall or decrease in production from Mike Evans. We may see a slight decrease in production for both Evans and Godwin because unlike Winston, Brady can pick apart defenses and find weaknesses even if that means throwing to options outside of the wide receiver duo. 
which is why I like this move for O.J. Howard. Now before you say it, but Nate, Bruce Arians doesn't like targeting the tight end position. As my buddy Andrew Erickson pointed out on Twitter, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ranked 10th in targets to the tight end position in both the 2018 and 2019 seasons under Bruce Arians. Also, Tom Brady will have more to say in this offense and how it operates than Winston did. If Brady finds value in utilizing O.J. Howard, he's going to target him. And I mean, that's just simple as that. I think Bruce Arians is going to trust Tom Brady more than he trusted Jameis Winston with his decision making. It's going to be an exciting season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the NFL watching Tom Brady on what his fifth revenge tour, if you will. So it'll be an interesting season um, regardless of what happens there in Tampa. Phillip Rivers has signed with the Colts to a one-year, $25 million deal. Rivers is approaching the end of his career, and quite frankly, I'm surprised he didn't retire after the 2019 season. Now, this is an upgrade from Jacoby Brissett for sure, and this offense has so much potential. If Rivers continues to utilize the running back position as he did with Austin Eckler, this is a major boost to guys like Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines in the passing game. Phillip Rivers to T.Y. Hilton also has a nice ring to it, but it all hangs on whether the Colts are getting at least 80% of the Rivers we all know him to be prior to the 2019 season. Now, a few smaller moves have been made at the quarterback position. Nick Foles has signed with the Bears that will likely result in a battle at the position between him and Mitch Trubisky, although four years, $88 million isn't something you'd want to pay your backup but the Bears do have a potential out after the 2020 season with a zero dead cap hit to let him go. So things are going to be very interesting in Chicago between Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, which could result in a ugly situation for the Bears in 2020. The Las Vegas Raiders, nailed it, signed Marcus Mariota, which could complicate Derek Carr's status with the team, but nothing's unfolded yet. I don't expect anything to happen for 2020. They definitely won't just release Derek Carr because he'll be owed almost eight million in dead cap money uh, next year I believe it drops down to two and a half million dead cap so they could end up releasing him then especially if they find themselves already leaning on Marcus Mariota for the 2020 season Joe Flacco was released by the Broncos and his career as a starting quarterback in the NFL is likely over at the age of 35 now I told you I was going to keep these episodes short and sweet Maybe not this short going forward, but we'll see. But I'm going to end this episode with Teddy Bridgewater, who signed with the Panthers three years, $63 million, and about half of it guaranteed. Clearly, the Panthers are doing their best to move on from Cam Newton. I'll talk more about Cam in a later episode. Teddy has shown some promise as a starting quarterback, but we just haven't seen it on a consistent basis to be excited about this move when it comes to DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Christian McCaffrey, on the other hand, is a freak, and it probably doesn't matter if he was the only offensive player on the field. He will retain his elite RB1 status in 2020, regardless of how things shake out for the Carolina Panthers. There are still some quarterbacks that have an unknown status at this time. The aforementioned Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, Jacoby Brissett. I plan on recording a separate episode discussing all the leftover moves from free agency and trades once all the news is official. Until then, thank you for listening to the Dominate Fantasy Football Show and keep dominating. Thank you for listening to the Dominate Fantasy Football Show with Nate Hamilton. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss another show. Show your support by leaving a rating and review and follow at DominateFFShow on Twitter. Twitter.